Hi, I'm Jenna Bokoff. I'm Lexi Menard. And the book that we read this quarter was Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. This book has a lot of discussion about crime, just the justice system, and small-town mentality. My connection between this book and my life is that I lived in the South for about two years, and so the dialect that the author uses and how he represents characters who live in the South was how I remember it, specifically how they pronounce stuff and how they use incorrect grammar and incorrect um, verb choice, basically to the point where it doesn't make a lot of sense unless you lived there. And so how that connects to my life is that it made me feel like I was back in the South and added a lot of suspense and atmosphere to the book. I can also relate to the small town idea that everybody knows everyone and the how everyone will set expectations for other people in their town. Um, how these expectations change the way that people see each other and affected in the book it affected how the trial went along a connection between this book and society would be the criminal justice system so one thing that was really mentioned a lot is that the time between a trial and an appeal took a really long time for the character that was being tried jim williams it took about two years before he got his new trial because during that entire time he was trying to appeal and when he did get an appeal it took again, about two years until he could actually have his next trial. And this is really, this really connects to society because our current criminal justice system, it takes about like, it takes just a long time in order to get to the point where you can have uh, a trial. And so you'll see people who will get arrested in like 2011, but then like now they'd be getting to trial because it just takes a really long time for trials to happen, which is a connection between this book and current day society. I agree. This book really showcased how long trials may take and how long the appeal may take for each person. And it this book also showcased the accuracy of our justice system and how some people may hold back information like in the book many witnesses held back information which caused a lot of confusion and why there ended up needing to be four trials this book also highlighted the inaccuracy that lawyers may have during a trial because in this book the lawyer withheld information which created discrepancies in the information that was given to the jury to evaluate. The central idea discussed in this book was murder, and it brought up a lot of ideas about the accuracy of the justice system and the way that people in a small town work together. This book highlighted on the ideas of how lawyers from a small town who know their client will try to help them in the best way they can. And by doing that, they may hold back some information and try to make their client look the best when in actuality they're not. These issues were very sociological with the people being affected mainly, but also economically because of the situation that each person throughout the book was in. There were many 
situations where there were poor people that the author would communicate with, with very aristocratic people such as Jim Williams, and other people in the working class such as Danny. The other economic factors would be how Jim ended up spending a quarter of a million dollars on this trial because of how he had to pay for bail at the beginning and all the different trials that they had to go through and the lawyers that he had to pay for. It added up to about a quarter of a million dollars. And in the end, he ended up staying in jail for about eight years. The way John Barrent uses author's craft makes the book more relatable and made me feel as though I was experiencing it with him. The author uses I, which makes the reader associate with him and his feelings, and it made him feel more like someone I knew that I could connect to. Yeah, I would agree. His description of each character, specifically in the first trial when the guilty verdict was read, his description described each character within great detail, and it felt like as if I was sitting in the courtroom with the guilty verdict being read to me, and I felt like I could see all the faces of every single character because of the way he described it and how he put his own emotion and spin onto these characters. Yeah, and I think that this book also read in a fiction narrative style, which made it much more personal, as we talked about before. John Barrent made it more like feel more like a novel than a nonfiction book because he used less information and more personal experience. So it felt like we were reading about his life. I would agree with the fact that it felt more fictional. A way that it made it feel more fictional was the description and the tone used throughout the book. Uh, John Burnett used a lot of world building and imagery, which is stuff that is typically associated with fiction books. So if you add more world building and vivid imagery to the book, it makes it act as though it was a fiction book when it is indeed nonfiction. I agree that the way that he describes each event so thoroughly makes you feel as though you can experience it in the same time and description. I made that sound so shitty. No, you're fine. Okay. An example of imagery would be how he describes the Mercer house in the very beginning of the book. He says, A graceful spiral stairway rose from the center hall toward a domed skylight. There was a ballroom on the second floor. It was Mercer House, one of the last of Savannah's great houses still in private hands. Together with the walled garden and the carriage house in the back, it occupied an entire city block. If Mercer House was not quite the biggest private house in Savannah, it was certainly the most grandly furnished. The way he describes the house is similar to the way that one might introduce a fiction setting in a novel rather than a nonfiction book. Within this book, there was quite a bit of controversy that went along with it. The first controversy was that there was four trials for Jim Williams, who was actually tried for committing murder against this guy that was helping him in his house. 
He eventually ends up getting acquitted, which was another controversy because some people believed he did it and some people did not think so. Another controversy that stemmed from this was the fact that in the trial, he was brought up to be an upstanding citizen of society. And so he had a high societal ranking and the fact that he was apparently gay. This was a controversy because they live in the South, which is typically a place where differences are not celebrated as seen within like civil rights movements and everything. And this was such a small town, so everybody was interconnected, making the fact that he was such an upstanding and high-ranking member of society and him killing somebody sort of upsetted the societal like confines and what people thought that somebody high-ranking in society can do. And the evidence within this is that people were surprised in the trial when he was supposedly announced to be gay. And then the minute that they went to another town and they mentioned changing the location of the trial, the lawyer for Jim Williams actually said it would not be good to change locations because he could get lynched if he went to another town. So this is a couple of the controversies that were brought up in the book. These reasons made the court case so controversial. Due to the controversies, there was a lot of misunderstanding and assumptions made by the general public. Because of the severity of the crime, the people of Savannah assumed Jim could not have killed somebody. This assumption was made based off of the social status of Jim. And when the trial happened, it pointed to the fact that Jim was actually somebody who could kill another person. This made Savannah split up into two sides of whether or not they believed Jim or whether or not they believed that he actually killed somebody. Barrett addresses these controversies very briefly, if at all. He does not describe the real issue with any of them. Basically, he tells readers that Jim Williams was found to be gay in court. He tells readers that Jim was acquitted and that he touched on the fact that Jim was going against everything the people of Savannah had ever known about him. But Barrett did not tell about how this made the case much more complicated. As readers, we were able to infer that these ideas went against everything people had ever known, and it was hard for them to accept the fact that Jim could possibly have killed someone. This had to have been part of the reason why this case took so long to be resolved, and why it is permanently stained Jim's social appearance. There are two sides to this controversy. There is Jim's good friends and everyone else who do not know him well. On this spectrum, me and Jenna both stand on the side where we do not know Jim very well, and we both believe that he is guilty for the crime of murdering Danny. Overall, I would recommend this book to anybody who wants a story of true crime with a story-like suspenseful plot that is similar to ones that you would get from fiction books, and the storytelling is very similar to fiction books. So I would highly recommend Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil by John Burnett.